everyone, it's Benji here. I just want to let you guys know that the Budget Overland podcast is uh, no more. Uh, ended that back in February 2024. I just wanted to come on here and give you guys a disclaimer as to not buy anything from Budget Overland Official. The only two things that you should be able to join is the Facebook group, and that is under groups, and it's called Budget Overland. You have to ask to join. It's still up and operational. And then BudgetOverlandPortal.com will still be up and operational until the domain name runs out, which I believe is good till 2026. Anything, everything else that's Budget Overland out there, please don't support. Please don't buy. It's either spam, scam, or something else. Uh, just want to let you guys know, I did start a new podcast called Newfound Overland. It's available on all major platforms. Love to have you over there. Uh, just kind of disclaimer here, guys, up front before you get into today's episode. There's a lot of gold out here. You know, every episode we had some good guests and good topics. So I don't want to discourage you guys from listening further. So please do. And I'd love to see you over on Newfound Overland. Bye-bye. But our shenanigans are cheeky and fun. Yeah, I mean, his shenanigans are cruel and tragic. Which makes them not shenanigans at all, really. Evil shenanigans. I swear to God, I'll... Man, I hope that uh, intro works. It's so freaking frustrating, especially when their IT guy gets back with you and says, oh, yeah, there's no issue there. And then I tried to record one last night and it did not work as well. We had three voicemails in the hopper, which I'm not going to get to today. Uh, some of them were tech questions, so I'm going to reach out and get the appropriate answers for you. So if you called in and you had a question about um, whatever you were asking, I'm going to reach out and get the answer for you. Hopefully, I might sprinkle it in on Thursday's episode, or I might sprinkle it back in on next Monday. So anyway, happy Monday. It is the true Monday for me here in my upst- upstairs studio. The Chiefs are going to the Super Bowl, and that was, to me the most boring game in America, but then the game that followed the 49ers and the Lions game, that was cool. And the, the Lions were a little cocky, and that's what happens, folks. When you put your, your guard down, you get spanked. And uh, kudos to the 49ers. I wasn't really rooting for them. But anyway, you could tell they wanted it more than the Detroit Lions. So football is kind of over um, until um, February 11th, whenever the 49ers and the Chiefs meet. So that's going to be cool. Anyway, made it back from Arkansas. I went down there. Me and Brian were supposed to go. Brian had some family stuff pop up, which is totally fine. I told him, I said, don't worry about it. There's plenty of other trips that are going to be had this year. So stay home, take care of the family, take care of all that stuff. You'll be fine. Um, So then Brian stayed home. And then so I reached out. Tony was going to go with us already. And Michael was going to go with us already. So this is where the story unfolds. If you don't want to hear about my weekend story, just click out, tune back in on Thursday. And if you're going to stick around for this story, it's not that great. It's just a quick summary of our little weekend. So here we go. Uh, We were planning this trip all last minute, of course, because that's uh, how adventures are. And sometimes they're not. So anyway, I was messaging Tony after we realized that Brian was unable to make it. And we agreed to go to Devil's Knob. Now, if you've ever been to Devil's Knob, it's on top of a ginormous hill. And um, you could overlook you know the valleys and everything like that i don't know what the elevation is or anything like that compared to the field you're looking at but it's significant um you know it's significantly higher and so unfortunately um for us friday uh, tony went out there he was there probably an hour and a half earlier than all of us and he said it's 
super foggy, and this was around noon. It's super foggy, and it's going to be 25 to 35 mile wind gust tonight. And, you know, if you're up on a hill and you've got your tent set up and camp, and even if you have a campfire, that's just uncomfortable, you know, if the wind's blowing you all over the place. So we agreed to, um, well, this is also where it gets it, and I'll tell on myself. Apparently, there's two devil knobs in Arkansas, and I've been to the one we were going to go to, and that's north of Ozone. So I think that's Johnson County, and I went to Devil's Knob down on the eastern side, and that's south of Izzard County. Why do they have two Devil's Knobs and whatever? It really upset me, to say the least, because it put me three hours behind where I initially um, thought I would be. So those guys, we, we switched up our plans Found another campsite, or they did, um, kind of down on the river, um, close to Ozone, just kind of off the beaten path a little ways, because um, Michael had a Honda Pilot, so we didn't want to do anything too crazy to get to camp, and our whole plan was to base camp, then go out wheel the next day, blah, blah, blah. That didn't happen. So anyway, those guys dropped a pin. I was like, I'll, I'll see you in like three to four hours. I have no idea, because I couldn't just take a beeline straight through, you know, the private property of everyone in Arkansas I had to go way up north and then drop way back south again. And I was, it was frustrating, but what can you do? You can only be mad at yourself. I just, whenever I was leaving my house, uh, I was trying to get everything figured out. And then I was driving down. I was like, yeah, I'll just search it. You know, once I get to Harrison, cause I've been there before. I just couldn't recall which highway it was on. So all I did was voice text or voice commanded, uh, my GPS to take me to Devil's Knob, and it took me to the other one. So unfortunately for me, for not double checking, um, yeah, that's 100% my fault. It's just frustrating. Don't be like me. Don't be lazy. Double check. Make sure it's the right place. So anyway, um, so they gave me the cords. Neither one of them have a uh, inReach Mini or a um, satellite communicator like a Zolio or anything like that. And our handheld radios, or they had handhelds and hardwired um, GMRS radios. They weren't working where I was at, um, and here's where I was at. It took me down this other gravel road, and I think they were like a mile like just due south of me. If I just took off on foot and just went straight, I could probably run into them. However, the road doesn't go like that, and the reason why is I pre-downloaded all my stuff using Gaia, so it doesn't matter if you have internet connection or not, it, it'll for sure kind of tell you within the within a few hundred feet, you know, of, of where you're at. Um, so I, I don't know, Tony sent me the coordinates. So I just dropped it into my phone and just pressed, take me there. And I guess it, I'm assuming it has something to do with the pre-downloaded map. So anyway, it, it took me down this other trail, but I got like a split second of cell service to where it updated the pin where he dropped. And it was on this other road. Like I said, just due South or straight across from anyway, I had to go all the way up, and I found this little trail, little forest service road that connects the two, sort of. So I took that. And here's where it gets a little goofy. And I don't mind wheeling by myself or anything like that. Um, You know, it was getting pretty dark. It was about four-something at this point. And I told myself, if they're not down here at this waypoint, I'm going to just camp there regardless because I'm tired. I've been driving for like seven, eight hours a day that day. And just, I was done. And it was going to be dark. I can't drive at night too well. My eyes suck. Um, so as I was driving through this little shortcut, there was a tree 
And yes, going through the woods, seeing a tree is not that significant, but this one had no branches. It was about 12 feet tall and about six feet, you know, down was bark. And then six feet up was all shedded bark. And it looked like something was like clawing at it or had had something had touched it. It wasn't a bird or anything. It wasn't a bear. Bears aren't over six feet tall standing up in these necks of the woods. Some of them are, but not a lot of them. And uh, so I was thinking, hey, it looks kind of like a Sasquatch kind of marking thing. I've seen a lot of uh, historical videos and YouTube, you know, documentaries on this on this creature. And so I started wigging myself out a little bit, you know, so jokingly, you know, lock the door, roll up the window kind of thing. Not really, but I thought that was interesting. And I was like, I don't want to take a picture because I felt like he was watching me. And here's like, I'm just trying to freak everyone out. It really wasn't that bad. So I drove down, found their road, made it to camp. Told them what the heck happened. They were all laughing at me, of course. Poking fun at the guy who wasted four hours of his life trying to find camp. And uh, I told them about that tree. And they're like, you know what? We kind of believe that it could be Sasquatch also. So pretty cool. I didn't take a picture. I know exactly where this is at. So if I'm ever back down the area, I will grab a picture just because, uh, you know, pr- you know, picture it didn't happen. So we had fun. It um, didn't get too, too cold that night. And it didn't really blow a lot of wind around either because we were down in the holler kind of on this creek uh, and they had a lot of rain so that creek was more like a river it was beautiful the white noise was awesome we woke up saturday morning i woke up freaking early because that's just i guess how i am at camp and uh, i slept okay i was just ready to go and it was raining and so i went and started collecting firewood well i don't have an awning on my truck Tony's got one on his truck, but his awning is really nice, and I didn't want to burn his. So I built up, I put my little pop-up fire pit underneath. I built a little lean-to uh, style uh, awning with a cheap little Walmart $5 tarp, and put my little pop-up pit there, made some bacon for for breakfast, and then I went and started harvesting wood, and then I used that bacon grease, kind of poured it on some napkins, and watered them up a little bit to where it could be like my fire starter because I didn't bring any or I didn't have any in my truck. Got the fire blazing. We had a fire from like 7 a.m. till when we went to bed. And yes, we went to bed at like 8.30 that night because we were exhausted. We were standing up all day, fighting the, the, the rain, not really fighting it, but just kind of getting out of the rain, trying to find firewood to dry. And then we just kept putting a rotation on the fire pit to where it would just kind of dry out itself. We were there um, at this one camp spot. You could tell somebody, uh, they, they fell a giant rotten tree. So the core of it was still pretty decent, but the outside of it was like real spongy. So with all this water, it got absorbed in this tree. So I was out there with the little hatchet, knocking all that uh, spongy material like off, and then uh, putting the core stuff next to the fire pit to where it could dry out. We just had this you know rotation, you know, just keep adding it, keep feeding it, all that fun stuff. The cool stuff about uh, this weekend is we really didn't have agendas. We just wanted to get out, escape, and just have have a good time. You know, we had zero cell service, which was awesome. Couldn't be checking Facebook or anything like that. Um, I cooked a lasagna for everyone on Saturday night in the oven, which was fantastic. It turned out really good. For lunch that day, we had like a um, Philly cheesesteak minus the vegetables, and I put a little uh, triple lock. Um, from Overland Spices on it really, really did well. We put that on some sourdough bread, and I forget the kind of cheese, but that really helped make it. And then, um, yeah, we just hung out, had a good time. Nothing too crazy. Nothing too crazy. I think we saw two vehicles drive by on this little trail, and um, 
it was just peaceful. The whole time was just peaceful. We woke up on Sunday. Um, we all broke down our our tents and everything, our gear within an hour, which was awesome. If you guys see the pictures I posted, uh, there was a crap ton of gear <laughs> just everywhere. You know, it's like we're we're overlanders, but we're overloaders at times. So we utilized it on our rainy day. We had a good time. Michael had to get back home. Me and Tony, we were scouting out. We've got a big trip coming up next month in the Ozarks where we've got 10 rigs from six different states. We This is our second year doing this, and a couple of us are going to map it out together. Last year, I mapped it all out, but this year, I wanted to have some help because it's a lot of work, you know, trying to fit 10 rigs into a, uh, campsites responsibly. Uh, you know, we don't want to do any damages to the trails. Um, we're very mindful of that um, tread lightly and leave no trace mentality. So me and him, I've never done Car Wash Falls. And if you guys know Matt McClellan, uh, Ozark Overland Adventures, he's pretty much, I mean, he's trailblazed a lot of this stuff for us down there in Arkansas. Um, so it's really cool to see. I've never done it. Uh, been wanting to for years. I've just never been to that part of the Ozarks to where yet. It's, it's kind of like a gravel road, but it turns into somewhat of a trail, but then it dumps back out on a gravel road. There's a couple water crossings in there. It was really cool. And, um, you know, a couple weeks before, Arkansas had uh, like ice and, and that cold weather. So the, the waterfall part of it, because you just drive underneath it, and they call it Car Wash Falls. So you get a car wash with the fall because it goes right on the road. Really cool. So anyway, that was frozen. So a lot of people in the last couple of weeks weren't able to enjoy it. But this time, you know, with all the rain they had and the, the grounds thawing out and everything like that, it was like a ton of water coming down. So it was really awesome. We got video of that. I'll try to post a little, maybe small little clips of all these things. Uh, so anyway, we did that. We found an epic camp spot, not near there, but it was somewhere in that vicinity for, um, you know, one of our camp spots for that uh, trip that I was telling you about. But man, overall, it was a great week and not a whole lot of wheeling other than just doing car wash falls because we had to go back up towards the Jasper area. And that's where we uh, did our separate ways. And from Jasper, I guess I'm about three hours from home at that point, unlike the other day where it took me out of. So that's my weekend in a nutshell. Hopefully you guys had a killer uh, weekend as well. And again, it doesn't matter if you go out and just base camp somewhere and go do stuff. Switch it up, you know, and, and accommodate yourself for uh, those who are going with you. Um, even though you might not be on board at first, give it a try, especially if you've never done it before. It'll probably change your perspective and open up kind of a new flavor of camping you may like. Um, every once in a while, it seems like lately, uh, you know, I've been base camping a little bit more. Um, but it's fun, you know, especially with the right crew, you can just hang out, talk, uh, strategically, you know, plan about, uh, what you guys want to do for the next few months, as far as planning trips or anything like that, or just talking gear, uh, talking the overlanding scene and how it's ever changing and, um, yeah, just having a good time. So that's my weekend. Hopefully it was great for y'all as well. Um, I'm going to leave you there. However, we do have a couple little notes. I did not hear from Lost Fork. So before this show is over, I'm going to draw again. Um, and we're going to do a winner for the Super Swag Pack Plus. You're going to get a t-shirt, custom t-shirt. You're going to get all the stickers in the store. Plus, you're going to get a patch. And plus, you're going to get the Morphlate Quad Hose System. Thanks to Morphlate for donating that for this uh, you know, listener review for Apple, from Apple Podcasts. Once we hit 200, that's when I decided we're going to do the Super Swag Pack Plus giveaway. So they've got the quad host system that's going to go on top of the Super Swag Pack. <sighs> A lot going on, guys. All right. And then we got more Expo. That's April 19th and 20th. 
Um, I'll be over there on Storyteller Row. Um, if you're going to be camping there, bring a chair up one afternoon. I'll be there. I plan on being at my little booth most of the time. I'll have a little propane fire um, pit up there so you guys come hang out, whatever you want to do. And I might even do, I was thinking about this, I want to do some like live short um, interviews. And I'm thinking keep these interviews between 10 to 30 minutes long, just depending on how long the person wants to talk. I might have a sign-up sheet there in person to where you could sign up a time to come back, sit down, and we could just do a live interview. And I think um, some of you guys may find that fun. Some of you guys may find that terrifying. But uh, I think it would be something different, something fun um, to do because we're all going to be there for a long period of time anyway. Uh, you can only shop till you drop so many times before you start looking around at other people's rigs and then you start scratching your head and then, you know, just add some fun stuff to you, uh, to your experience there. And if you guys are going to more, you can use budget over one zero at checkout. Um, if you buy your tickets online or anything like that, budget over one zero. All one word, you'll save 10% off your uh, purchase price. And then the second big one I'm going to is Rendezvous in the Ozarks. That is October 10th through 12th down in Mulberry Mountain, just north of Ozark, Arkansas. It's a beautiful time. Um, it's about three nights, and um, well, you could do two nights if you wanted. But pretty much during the day, you go wheel, do all that fun stuff, come back to camp, go through the uh, vendor village, walk around there. There's some food trucks on site, and then on Saturday night, they do a ginormous raffle giveaway. Now, last year, I did a huge raffle giveaway. I don't know if I'm going to do that this year. That was a heck of a lot of work. Plus, I'm going through a rebrand phase. A lot of you guys have reached out. And, uh, you know, listen to the last few episodes, guys. I've been I've been telling you all, just get caught up. I understand that you can't listen to every episode. But uh, as of now, you know, I found kind of a, a new direction I want to take a show, not this show. I think this show's kind of run its course and... Um, I'm happy for it. I'm happy for the listeners and all that stuff. I just want to go on to something different. Um, you know, my perspective of the whole overland things changed the last three years ever since I got into this, uh, podcasting and, and behind the scenes stuff. I'm just ready for a new adventure. Um, you know, I think I feel like, I don't know, there's a lot going on behind it. Um, but, uh, for the main thing is I'm just ready for something new, something different. And uh, really excited to see how that show goes because I've got so many different uh, you know things I want to do during the show, like segments and stuff like that, that it's going to be really fun. Uh, so I'm really pumped for that. I plan to launch that in April, but uh, sometimes I feel like I want to just do it now. And I might. I don't know. Just stay tuned. Hold your seats, whatever. So that's going to happen. So guys, real quick, let's do a drawing for the, um, the Super Swag Pack plush. I can't talk too good. I'm trying to pull up my Excel spreadsheet here. A guy should have been prepared. All right, now we got the random drawer. 22. Where are you at? 22, way down here at the bottom. Kristen Casey, if you're listening, I think that, nope, wrong expel. Oh, guys, I'm horrible. That was my email sheet. I'm sorry. Wrong, wrong one. Guy could pull his head out of his butt, but it's only Monday, so we'll blame it on Monday. That's the same one, yeah, Gushnage. All right, file open, emails, emails, podcast reviews. Here we go. Okay, since I drew 22, let's go down here and see who it is. All right, Dizzy 8 Diz. That's D I Z Y, number 8. D-I-Z. You got until Friday at noon, my friend. 
Send me a message, Benji at BudgetOverlandPortal.com. Find me on Facebook, Benji Ward, or find me on Instagram. You can search Benji Ward, but Budget underscore Overland underscore official. Send me a message there. You got until Friday at noon to claim your victory, sir or madam. Um, yeah. Anyway, guys, have a killer, killer Monday. Can't wait to talk to you guys back here on Thursday. I don't know anything else going on in today's world. All right, guys. Until next time, bye-bye.